hello and welcome to week two of our series, Here We Go Again. What a statement. I bet in 2020 you said that a lot of times. When you turned on the news, when you got that comment on social media, when that text message came through and you thought to yourself, here we go again. And I don't know about you, but I thought maybe when the calendar turns and 2021 gets here, it'll be a little bit better. But after week one, I said to myself, oh man, here we go Again, and we're in week two. We just concluded our second week and already an unprecedented week in history. And I thought, wow, here we go again. That statement, here we go again, for many of us is a discouragement. Maybe you woke up even this morning looking at the ceiling thinking, wow, here we go again. But there's hope for that thought and there's hope for your life if you're thinking to yourself in this cycle of, wow, Here we go again. The Bible teaches us in Psalm 143 and 8, Let me hear of your unfailing love each morning, for I'm trusting you. Show me where to walk, for I give myself to you. I think, personally, that would be an incredible prayer that we could pray every single day that we wake up. Let me hear of your unfailing love every morning. God, remind me when I wake up and I'm thinking to myself, oh wow, here we go again. Let it be a reminder to me that you have unfailing love. I'm going to trust you, God. Show me where to walk. I just, I submit myself to you. God, I give myself to you. Last week, we talked about the word here. Here is our starting point. In order to get where we want to go, it's incredibly important that we know where we are. If you know your starting point, it's easier to get to your desired destination. Today, we're going to focus on the word we. And I want to talk about the context of the local church, we, the church. And I know you may be watching today, and you may not be a believer. Church may not be something that's a part of your life, but I believe today's message will motivate you and encourage you in your thought process about the value of the local church. Now, for many of us as believers today, this is going to be a tough message. It's going to be a challenging message. I hope that the, God, that, that the Holy Spirit, that God convicts us today about our potential in place of the local church, the value that we place on God's church and what the local church is. And when I say local church, many of us get all different thoughts and opinions and preconceived ideas. We've all had different experiences in church. I have experienced a lot of good in church. I have experienced a lot of bad in church. I've experienced a lot of spiritual things in church, and I've experienced a lot of weird things in church. And as I was thinking about just the local church over the last few weeks, I was just thinking about a way to really say, what is the local church? And I don't think I can do it better than what Pastor Tony Evans said. And this is what he says is the local church. He said, the church is like a U.S. embassy. The embassy is a little bit of America a long way from home. It's where the laws of America live in a foreign land. The embassy doesn't belong to the country they are in. They belong to the country they are from. The church of God's embassy, it it's, brings the values of the homeland into the foreign territory. See, God has set up shop in this foreign land through the church. The church is not to represent the country it's in. It's to represent the country that it's from. The local church is a little bit of heaven right here 
in America, right here on earth, right here across the world. We are a representation of what heaven is going to be. We're a representation of who God is, his love, his patience, his kindness, his goodness, his gentleness. Listen, we are a representation of God. A little piece of heaven right here on earth. What a beautiful picture of what the local church is. Yet, we in our culture are minimizing the importance and the place of the local church. It was expedited in 2020 where many people across America especially have abandoned the local church. We have said things like, uh, the local church doesn't really matter. I don't need the church anymore. I realize that I can live life without the church and I got my Sunday back and I can watch it online and I can engage on the internet and all of these things that are good but nothing can replace the local church we are the church I titled your message today just that we are the church and I want to talk about the importance and the place of the church Listen, I realize that we just walked through a really difficult year, a pandemic year that is not over. But I also believe that COVID has become a crutch for many people to abandon the local church. Just pre-COVID even, in say 2019, most people on average that say I attend church would attend maybe one out of every six weeks. That was the level of importance, that if I can fit it in, in one out of every six weeks, that'll be okay. I'll check in with my church. I'm a part of a local church. I go every few weeks. That was our level of importance that we saw in America, the local church. Now, in post-COVID, at the end of 2020, all churches have seen a decline. Most all churches have reported a decline since COVID. Most pastors report that less than 70% of people are back to church pre-COVID. It's reported that almost one in five churches will not survive. Do I think COVID was the problem? No. I think COVID actually revealed the problem that was already underneath the surface. Many of us did not have a good foundation when it come to the local church. And today, I want to tell you that we are the church and that the church is important. The Bible says in Revelations 2 and 4, But I have this against you that you have abandoned the love you had at first. Today, I want to remind us of our first love, and that is Jesus. And I want to convince you today that as Jesus has loved us, and as we love Jesus, so we must love His church. Because I don't believe that they are separate. The church of Jesus should be an integral part of our relationship that we have personally with Jesus. Wow. I want to pray for us today that God would challenge us in our place as the local church because we are the church. Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for my friends watching online. God, I pray that you challenge us today. God, in our heart and where we place the importance of your house in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. So more than me, if you've got your outline there online, I want you to take a look at this with me. It's more than me. It's more than just about me and my experience on my own. So number one, if we are the church, we need to know this. We are essential. 
We are essential. There was a lot of talk in 2020 about what was and what was not essential. And it seems to me that the local church took a back seat to things that were deemed essential. It seemed to me that the local church was concluded to be on the bottom of the scale of importance when we considered things that were valuable and essential into the lives of people. But I believe today that the Bible tells us that we, as the local church, church are essential. Look at what the Bible says in Matthew 16 and 18. Jesus says, now I say to you that you are Peter, which means rock. And upon this rock, I will build my church and all the powers of hell will not conquer it. Now, Peter has just revealed to Jesus that Jesus, you are the son of God. Jesus had asked, hey, Peter, who do people say that I am? Peter gave a lot of great answers of kind of some complimentary things that people would say about him and other people that they would say maybe Jesus really was. But Peter said, I know you as the Son of God. And Jesus said, Peter, the only reason that you can know that is God has revealed that to you. And I want you to know that on that revelation that I am the Son of God, that's what I'm going to build my church on. Now, I want us to see something here this morning is that God could have said, I'm going to build anything. Jesus could have said, I'm going to build a great movement. I'm going to build a great reputation. I'm going to build a great story. I'm going to build anything that he chooses or chose to build. However, Jesus said, I am going to build my church of the things of importance that he was going to focus on that he was going to construct, that he was going to put his time, his attention, his effort, his life into, it was the church. Now, I know the argument. I know what many people are saying today. In this movement, in our culture, across America, where you may say, well, I don't need the church in order to be a Christian. I don't need buildings and Bible studies and all of these different things in order to be a Christian. I can be a Christian in my own church, in my own home. I'm not minimizing church online today. I'm thankful for the uh, technology that we have, but I want to tell you something. It is not a substitute to the church that Jesus is building. I want to tell you the plan of Jesus said, I'm going to build my church. And in Hebrews 10, 24 and 25, we are given a good reminder, some instruction, some wisdom that says, let us not think, let us think of ways rather to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together. If you can underline that statement, underline meeting together as some people do. But encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. Listen to that. Let us think of ways to motivate each other. Get up. Get out of bed. Don't let fear cripple you. Don't let fear kill your faith. Get into the local church that Jesus chose to build. Let us not neglect our meeting together. Never did it say, never do we see in Scripture there be a picture of the church and the church be a lone ranger. It always referred to us, 
together. Why is this church essential? Because Jesus said it was essential. Of all the things that I can build, of all the things that I'm going to do, I'm going to build my church. And as the church, let's not neglect everyone meeting together because together we are the church. The church is essential. Listen, when you say I'm going to do it on my own, And I can just do it by myself. And I don't need all of those things. Listen, it's popular for people to say that they're a part of the universal church. I'm a part of the church, and that exists. We are a part of the kingdom. We are a part of all churches. Listen, every church that is preaching the gospel of Jesus, we are all brothers and sisters. We are all the church, but we are local churches that Jesus was building for us to be as believers together as we are the church. Listen, the problem is that there's no commitment in saying, I'm just a part of the church and not a local church. There's no commitment in that. In Scripture, we see that Jesus called people to great commitment. There's no iron sharpening iron in that. There's no accountability. There's no storehouse to give to. The Bible says bring your first fruits to the storehouse. There has to be a storehouse. If we're not giving, we're just getting, and getting is just selfishness. There's no one to push you. There's no one to prompt you. There's no one to propel you to your purpose. We become on our own a do-it-yourself project with no timelines and no deadlines. It's dangerous to think that I'm going to do it on my own and that I don't need the church. The church is essential. We're the church. The church has impacted my whole life. I'm standing here today speaking to you about the goodness of God, and I am so passionate about the church. I have given my life to the local church. See, I didn't grow up in a Christian home. I I didn't have things modeled to me outside of the church. And so the church is what set the tone for my life. The church is what nurtured me. I learned the Bible in church. Nobody at home was teaching me Bible stories. Nobody was teaching me the Word of God at home. But every single week in in a little church that ran about 100 people, in a little small town, those people were so dedicated and they were so committed that every Every Sunday they rolled in and we had Sunday school and we had uh, cheese puffs for kids and I loved every week as they taught me the Bible, as they invested in me and they gave their time. And you know what? They didn't complain about it. There was no planning center back then. There was no I'm blackout some dates. There was no I'm going to pick and choose what fits me. It was every Sunday the same people showing up because they loved me and they wanted me to know the goodness of God to teach me the Bible and to pour into my life. I'm thankful for that little church, the church, the local church that's essential, that changed my life. They taught me the Bible. They taught me to pray. They taught me how to worship. They taught me how to serve, that life wasn't just about me and it was about giving to other people. It was about blessing other people. I learned to be generous in church and how to give. I learned all the core values and principles of following Jesus and being like Jesus and reflecting Jesus and giving Jesus away. I learned that through the local church. How many of you didn't have a Christian home? 
How many of you know somebody that's not raised in a Christian environment? And it is the church that will provide these things for these people. Yes, I should pray on my own. Yes, I should read the Bible on my own. Yes, I should be a generous person. Yes, yes, yes. But it's the local church that gave me that platform. It gave me that foundation. It taught me that. It equipped me in that. It made me passionate about that. I learned how to play drums in the local church. Ever since I was five years old as a kid, I wanted to play drums. I just wanted to play drums. And my mom and dad got me drum lessons, and my mom would take me every week for about an hour for drum lessons. And if I'm honest with you today, I hated every second of those drum lessons because it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. It wasn't fun. But after church on Sundays, a guy would sit with me, a guy named Randy Timms. He would sit with me, and he would spend time with me, and he would teach me how to play drums. And our pastor's son at the time, his name was Eric Jones, he would spend time with me, teaching me how to play drums. And they would equip me, and they would spend time with me, and they would love on me, and they would encourage me. And, and for years and years and years after that, even to this day, I still play drums. I learned it in the local church. Listen, I love to do video work and videography, and I love video editing. I learned that in the local church. I learned to communicate. Like I'm talking to you that I do for my life and everything that I do in my every day is through communication. I learned to do that in the local church. People who would come along beside me give me a platform to do it. A, a, an opportunity to grow. An opportunity to learn. An opportunity to say, we see the gift of God on your life and we want to give you a platform to grow in it. Listen, the local church is essential. It saw the potential of God and the call of God on my life. And they embraced it and they taught it and they nurtured it. They cultivated it until God could do in me what God desired to do through me. The local church is essential. You cannot do it God's way apart from the local church. Can you be a Christian and not go to church? You can be a Christian and not go to church. Can I go to heaven and not go to church? Yeah, I probably believe you can go to heaven and not go to church. But I believe if we're going to do it in the fullness of God's way, we're going to be a part of what Jesus is building. And he's building the local church. In Ephesians 3 and 10, it says his intent was that now through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms. Listen, his intent was that through the church, through the church, the manifold wisdom of God would be made known. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're going, okay, well, maybe, maybe the church has a place. Maybe the church is a little bit of importance. I'm telling you it's essential. And I'm telling you, number two, we are the church and we are foundational. We're foundational. Let me tell you what I mean by that. Look at the Bible with me in Acts 2, 41 through 42, 44 through 47. It says, those who believe what Peter said were baptized and added to what? The church. Now, this is after Jesus has resurrected. This is after the church and the movement has begun. Peter has just stood and proclaimed the gospel. And it says that... What Peter said, those people who believed were baptized and added to what? The church that day. There was about 3,000 in all. All the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to the fellowship, to sharing meals, including the Lord's Supper and prayer. And all of the believers met, what? Underline this, together 
in one place. Listen, so you think, well, I'm sure, okay, all these 3,000 people, they were added to the universal church. No, they were added to the church. They were counted that day, and they all met together in one place and shared everything they had. They sold their property and possessions, and they shared the money with those in need. They worshiped what? Together at the temple each day. So they met somewhere together every day, all of them. They even met in homes for the Lord's Supper. They shared their meals with great joy and generosity, all the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of what? All the people. Because all of them were the church together. And each day the Lord added to what? Their fellowship because they were together. He added to their fellowship those who were being saved. Yes, there is the universal church. But from the very foundation of the church that Jesus was building, all of these people whose lives were changed and impacted, they were gathered together all in one place as the foundation of the local church. And all the ministry that was achieved and all of the work that was done and all of the things that pushed the gospel of Jesus forward from that day on happened from the foundational beginning of the local church. You and I, we are the church, the local church, and it is a part of the foundation of the mission and the vision of Jesus. Peter, on this rock, I choose to build the church, the local church. And then when you go, Peter, and you begin to tell people, and they receive my salvation, and they receive my word, and they submit their life, then all of those people will join together in a fellowship as a body, and together they will function as the local church. And the local church will be my universal church and will be a part of my kingdom. We are the church. We are essential and we are foundational. There are five things, five functions that flow out of a church. These are extra. Maybe you want to write these down. One is worship. You saw that that in this uh, a paragraph, in this scripture, in this portion of Acts chapter 2, that all these people, they come together for worship. It's an essential function of the local church, of the church of who we are. I say worship is better together. I worship on my own, and you should worship on your own. And private worship is important, but I want to tell you, there is nothing like corporate worship. There is just something about the atmosphere of believers coming together in one place and all of our faith being lifted to heaven, all of our worship being lifted to heaven, all of us honoring Jesus together. There is nothing like corporate worship when the family comes together and we worship God. It's like watching a, a comedy at your house. I mean, if I watch a comedy at home by myself, I mean, I laugh. I mean, I may chuckle. I may think something is funny. But then when you take me and you put me in an environment like a movie theater with a whole bunch of people and we all watch the comedy together, then suddenly there's another level of laughter. We take it from level to big time level. I mean, it is level up the humor and the fun and the enjoyment of experiencing it together. To me, that's what worship is. The local church, the foundation of the church, worship was essential in what they were doing together locally as a body. Fellowship was a part of what they were doing. Man, when I grew up in church, we knew how to fellowship. I think we've lost 
a little bit of that over time. We had what we would call uh, like fellowship dinners and fellowship suppers. Everybody would bring what we call in the South a covered dish. Somebody would make a, a casserole and you know, the, the danger in that was is you really didn't know what was in the casserole. I mean, you didn't know if the cat was sitting on the counter while the casserole was being mixed. And so the old secret was you just look for the KFC box. Somebody didn't take time to make a home-cooked meal. So if you didn't know who made what or what cat was in what ingredients, you would look for the KFC box. But it was more than the food. It was just being together. We just wanted to be together. The church was the place where I developed relationships. As a teenager, it's the people that I, that I attached myself to, that I formed friendships with so that I would be healthy and in good relationships. Fellowship is important. And, and I'd say this, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm in the church by myself. I, I am my own church. I'm a part of the church. Well, you can talk to yourself, but when you start answering yourself, that's when people say, you're crazy. In the fellowship of the church, you can talk and someone can answer. Discipleship. Iron sharpens iron. These people were being discipled as the local church. It's part of the foundation of who we are. As iron sharpens iron, so one sharpens another. Read the book of Proverbs. How important it is that we need each other. And you don't get each other when you're not with other people. The church, the foundation, we are foundational. Ministry was happening in the church. We are the body of Christ. Each one of us has a different gift. Just as the fingers have a function and the hand has an entire function and your legs and every facet of your body has its own function. As it comes together as a whole, it is able to accomplish more than one thing could do on its own. We are the body of Christ. Scripture says that we are His body and that we all have a function. Our ministry to one another, with one another, happens through the body. I can do things that you can't do, and you can do things that I can't do. You have a lot more gifts than I have, and I need to lean into your gifts, and you need to lean into mine so that together the ministry that we do is more effective. And then mission is a part of the local church, the foundation of the church, the mission. They were going out. They were adding to the church every day because they were taking the gospel of Jesus from their local body out to people who were around them and bringing them back in to the body or to the family of God. The church, we are essential and we are foundational. We are the very foundation of everything that Jesus chose to build so that everything that he chose to do would flow in us and through us as the local church. I hope you're understanding today that you need the church. I need the church. The church is me and the church is you. And God's best for that is when we are doing it together. Today, do you have a passion for the local church? Because the last thing I'll tell you, number three, is that as the local church, we are eternal. We are the only thing, His church is the only thing that will last for eternity. The Bible says this, John 14, 1-4, Don't let your hearts be troubled. Jesus is talking. Trust in God. 
2021, don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust in me. There is more than enough room in my Father's home in heaven. If this were not so, would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am. And you know the way to where I am going. Jesus is explaining to the disciples that I'm coming back. I'm going to come back to get you. I'm going to prepare a place that is perfect for you. I'm going to spend time preparing for you. And while I'm gone, I want you to continue to build my church. I want you to continue in the foundations of what the church will be so that when I return, my bride will be ready. Did you know that we as the local church, that we are called the bride of Christ? That Jesus is the groom and one day he will come and be reunited to his bride. Ephesians 5 teaches us that the church is the bride of Christ and the book of Revelation teaches us that the groom will be you reunited with his bride forever. That's how important that the local church is, that we are considered his bride, that he would prepare for. Listen, there's a lot of great things that you can do in your life. There are great things that I love to do. There are things that I have interest in and that I put my time in that are just hobbies. I've recently picked the hobby back up of, of keeping fish. I, liked, I used to keep aquariums years ago, and I picked that hobby back up. And can I tell you, it, it doesn't do anything besides provide me enjoyment. That's all it does. It kills a little bit of time. It's probably time that I could be doing something else, but it just brings me a little enjoyment, so I do it. But it is not eternal. There is only one thing that I can do or invest in that is eternal, and that is the kingdom of God in the local church, through the local church, that we will build heaven and make heaven a bigger place so that when the groom comes to take his bride, the bride will be everything that the groom always hoped that it would be. We are the church. We are essential. We are foundational, and we are eternal. So what are you investing your life into today? What are you investing your life into? Is it eternal things? Is it things that make a difference for all of heaven? Look at your time. Look at your treasure. Look at your talents. Where do you spend that? Where do you give that to? Where it is provided through those things for eternal things or earthly things? Temporal or permanent? What are you investing your life in? Listen, I know many people will say, well, I don't need the church I can do this on my own. I'll, I'll do church at home. I'll, I'll watch online, Pastor. I'm just, I'm just a part of the church online. Well, I can challenge you in this. And if you're honest with yourself, you would probably, for most of us, would agree with these statements, although they're not maybe ideal for ourselves. Most of us, the only Bible that we get is on Sunday. For most of us, the only time we pray is when we're in church on Sunday. For most, the only time that we worship God is in church on Sunday. For most of us, maybe the only time we give to something greater than ourselves is on church on Sunday. For many, the only time you actually serve somebody is on a Sunday. So if the church isn't essential to you, and if the church isn't foundational in your life, and if the church isn't eternally invested from you, what are you doing? I'm telling you today, we are the church. We need the local church. It's important. Today, more than ever, it is needed like never 
before. I want to encourage you today. Number one, allow God to draw your heart back to His. Number two, allow God to draw your heart back to where His heart is. And that's in His church. I want to pray for us today. Will you bow your head, close your eyes where you are. If you're listening by podcast or watching online, I want to take a moment. I just want to pray for you. So, Father, today, if there's any of us that are watching online, and maybe today we've just been convicted, I just pray that if we don't have a relationship with you, that that would be the first order of business, that today we would submit ourselves to you. Jesus, we ask you to forgive us of our sin. We have lived life our own way. We have missed it. We have failed. We have messed up. But today, Jesus, we recognize that we need you. So we ask your forgiveness. We give you our heart. We give you our life. Today, Jesus, I belong to you. And Father, I pray for all of us today that our heart would be turned to the things, God, that have your heart. And the local church is what you chose to build. So God, I pray that today our heart and our passion would draw us to the local church because we are the church. We are essential, we are foundational, and we are eternal. Jesus, let us not lose sight in 2021, in the time that we are living, of the importance and the role of the local church. It is the only thing that will stand for eternity. It is the hope of the world. Thank you, Jesus, for loving us the way that you do. In Jesus' name, amen.